0: The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Beach Corner with Diana Chicky is sponsored by Exchanging Vows Bridal Boutique in Collingwood, Ontario. Visit exchangingvowsbridalboutique.com for all your wedding and formal wear
1: needs. Hi, I'm Damien Spaulding of Spaulding School of Music and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.
2: I'm Dinah Chicken with Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, your backstage pass for all your entertainment. Have you ever wanted to be part of a Fab Five Canadian Invasion? Producers of Disney's high school musical soundtracks have been invited to our region by Damon Spaulding from Spaulding School of Music to recruit young artists ages 10 to 15. A business plan has been developed with the producers where five artists can create a Fab 5 Canadian invasion and then will be pitched to Disney for music, television or other opportunities south of the border. Damien Spalding is the founder and owner of Spalding School of Music, voted Best Music School in Barrie four years in a row, and the mastermind behind the Spalding method that has changed the way of learning music. Spalding School of Music over the years has spearheaded some incredible artists and this latest project will give an opportunity to five local talents to track a song with the producers here in Ontario. Damien wears many hats and is currently working diligently to deliver the region's first kindergarten to grade 12 school of the arts. Join me via Skype is our very own multi-talented Damien Spalding. You're listening to Beach Corner, brought to you by Exchanging Val's Bridal Boutique in Collingwood on Beach Booster Radio. Wasaga Beach's only truly local radio.
1: You are listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's truly local radio, broadcasting directly from the world's longest freshwater beach.
2: Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. He is the founder and owner Spaulding School of Music. Joining me via Skype is our very talented Damien Spaulding. So nice to see you again.
1: Good to see you, Diana. So
2: over the years, Spalding School of Music has launched some incredible talent. And there are some exciting news to share where you have invited producers of Disney's high school musical soundtracks to our region to recruit young artists. How did you
1: connect with Walt Disney? Well, in many ways over the years, I've met a lot of people in a lot of high places. I often don't share that uh, because it's like, hey, can you please connect me with? <laughs> but um, there, there's a producer who's now, he's a personal friend of mine, and we've been doing a, a fairly large project south of the border in L.A. And uh, as, as we're going about it, last year, I, I created a, a really great opportunity for the youth in the region to sing at Glow. Uh, there was a, at Bradford Greenhouse, there was Glowberry. And that was through another associate of mine who needed help booking the. So I booked the stage and I made the opportunity for the kids. And and in this process, we also built an emerging artist program to now teach kids not just how to sing and and, and perform, but also the business aspects of of the industry, how to kind of um, uh, prepare for major performances and so on and so forth. So, so that through that Emerging Artist Program, I was saying to, to my, my friend, we shall be re- remaining nameless at, at the moment, okay, because I, I hate name dropping, but, uh, but, but yes, yeah, so I was sharing with him what I've been doing up here, and he said, well, he'd love to hear some of these cats, so, so I shared with, with him uh, a couple of the artists about a year ago, actually, and then it grew up to become an opportunity where a number of people from the Spalding Emerging Artist Program got his attention. And, and so one, one student was going to be um, uh, connected with a single to then get promoted to Disney, then became two, then became three, and then I thought, you know what, why don't we just make now a scale of economy, instead of getting these individuals down south, one off, why don't we bring Disney up here? So, and the producer loved that, it kind of reduced the cost for everyone associated with the project, and also gave him a chance to kind of check out what's going on in Canada. So we, we have so much talent, as you already know, there's a lot of talent from central Ontario just making Waves across the world. It's to the point where media down, down from Tennessee, LA, even down in Europe is wondering what's going on with Central Ontario. It's great to see students of mine, of course, as well as others in the, in the region in general. So it's great to see this happening. So, so he's now just coming up uh, for a one for about a week, and and we've already booked up a studio, and we're looking at getting these students now to to create uh, to record a single before, that's already coming out of the Disney archives, and then we'll go right down to, to LA and then share that with some of the uh, production executives there already we have a number of executives down there very excited and, and then see where we go from there so as always there's no guarantee in the industry but but we're doing our best to kind of give the, the kids the best that we can to give them the best uh, possibilities of, of, of success in the industry so that's kind of how it all came about and how
2: many artists are you planning to recruit and what is the age
1: group so we're looking, we're, the model is what we call Fab Five. You Remember the British invasion of the 1970s? We're, we're looking at creating now a Canadian invasion. So we're going to get a group of five kids aged uh, somewhere between, let's say, 10 and 15 uh, there to then possibly make a group thing, kind of like, I don't know, the Spice Girls or the Monkeys or, or, some, or something like that, uh, as well as especially individual acts, because what happens is there's many different things going on, and sometimes you might need a Hannah Montana 2.0. So, so So they're going to be looked at from both sides as a group uh, performance possibly as well as definitely a individual performance and so we have four of the five seats filled and so we've been just looking at filling that fifth seat already we have a number of applicants here and and we're reviewing that information there's a lot of excitement going on and we're just sorting out how we might move forward from here
2: so for someone wishing to participate what do they need to submit and do you have a deadline because you're saying you need about one right now
1: Yes, the deadline is as soon as ridiculously possible. Um, I'm not quite sure when this will air because the sooner the better. The producer will be here uh, before the end of March, so we need to get everything lined up and pulled together. So as soon as we possibly can. Um, and then all you need to, to apply is somebody to send a video. Send a video of you singing maybe 30 seconds to a minute of a song. Gives an idea of where you're coming from. Introduce yourself, how old you are, that kind of thing. And that's all we need to fill in the blanks and then kind of work things out strategically from there.
2: On that note, can you please introduce a song from one of your students?
1: Yeah, Emily Effler is one of the students that pulled this all together. This is where it all began when I took a track. This is one of the tracks that she sent to my contact down in L.A. And he said, wow, this girl can sing. Uh, and uh, Anyway, it's a, I'll say be a long story. But her name's Emily Effler. She's now created a band, The Undercurrents, or we pulled together a band, I should say, The Undercurrents here in central Ontario, and they're making waves. And this song is called... At last. Joining me via Skype is founder and owner of Spaulding School of
2: Music, Damon Spaulding. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio with my guest via Skype, Damien Spaulding. So Damien, any costs associated with this project? I understand you are collaborating with a not-for-profit group Weckman Initiative to help raise funds. So can you elaborate?
1: Well, the Weckman initiative was something that was birthed as a result of what we began with um, the the Central School of the Arts. We're looking at making the Kindergarten to Grade 12 program. We had investors ready to invest. We had community members ready to pull things together. And I could not find a fast not-for-profit that I could collaborate with, connect with, to kind of begin the financial aspects of things. And and so when it's all said and done, what I ended up doing was I I connected with a fellow, Andrew Weckman. He's located in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. There's a tongue twister for you if you say that too quickly. And in Pittsburgh, and he came up and he came up to see what we're up to here in Barrie, here in uh, 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 in Collingwood, in Wasega Beach, up in our campuses in Midland, and and he got really excited what's going on. So he came, he went back down south, got a few executives together, and then started connecting uh, with other executives I have up here, and, and together together I'm not part of the initiative, actually it's all his thing, and he's now made a not-for-profit whose sole mandate is to enable kids to afford to get into programs that they normally might not be able to afford so that would be scholarships and bursaries for uh, even Georgian College or trade schools, that could be after-school programs, that could be even to even help people fundraise for certain initiatives that they needing to do If uh, as, when it comes to educating youth and equipping youth, right? So it could be dance schools, drama schools. It could be uh, technical schools, programming colleges. So that's the Weckman Initiative. And, and so so what, what happens now is we have these these kids. Of course, any production at this level comes with costs. we got to uh, pay for the producer, get a plane ticket to come up here, pay for the hotel, do everything like that. There's a cost associated with the track singles coming out of Disney. So it's in the thousands of dollars to make this happen per per child. And we, we've been reaching out to the community saying, can we help sponsor these kids? in some of these expenses because a lot of them can't cover the full bill at least not right away they're passionate about it they love the the opportunity that's presented to them and and right now because already disney producers are looking at this project saying okay where's the track Do we want to move we want to hear what's going on uh we have to move it on a very quick timetable so so because of that now we've partnered up with the weckman initiative uh, and they're going to help us fundraise and pull things together and help sponsor these kids and, and and really usher in their next levels of success as best as we can So you're
2: the brainchild behind the Spalding Method. For listeners that may not be familiar with the system, tell us about this successful method.
1: The the Spaulding method is is a cut from a different cloth because I'm a self-taught musician. The traditional teaching did not work for me; did not work well in the least. I ended up having to teach myself, and I taught myself in a completely different way. Rather than well, grabbing a book and saying, "Here's a first string and second string and third string," that and, the, and, and of, a, of a guitar or piano or what have you, and the learning and how to read. Really, music has next to nothing to do with reading. It's music. It's sound. So you start with sound, and you build it from there. Thankfully, the world is constantly up a little bit, and there, and you're seeing that now coming out of YouTube, where here's this chord, here's this song, but unfortunately, even a lot of what you see out there is just, here's how you play this song, here's how you play Stairway to Heaven. But you don't really get in the understanding of why it works, how it works, what's the foundational principles that makes it successful, and how can you leverage those foundational principle, principles to kind of establish yourself as a musician and get internationally known, like a lot of my students have done. And, and so, so that's pretty much the method. It is attacking music from a whole other point of view, which really, I, in my mind, is the only way it should be done. And that is from the pure musical aspect of it. Let's make sound, let's organize sound, let's make music, let's emote through music. You don't have to need sheet music. You you can do anything by ear. If you need sheet music, then for sure, we can do classical music, for example, by sheet. Some form of jazz needs to be done by sheet. But you're not going to find good pop, you're not going to find a great, let's say, sheet music for uh, who's big right now, Lady Gaga, right? Her, her latest songs, you're going to find like fakes and charts and maybe the occasional tap, but no one has scored any of Lady Gaga's tunes. So it's up to us as musicians to figure that and calculate that. So I've created a method that allows you to learn your instrument, doesn't matter what it is, guitar, piano, drums, voice, flute, sax, clarinet, if it makes noise, we can teach it. And then also teach in a way in which it makes sense to you as from an experiential point of view, an emotional point of view, that's not dependent upon sheet or someone else interpreting music for you. You can interpret yourself, and you can just put yourself in that art. You know, as as you'd expect, myself running an art school, I spend a lot of time in the definition of art. And and doesn't matter what division of the Spalding schools you're in, if it's a music school, the drama school, the dance school, the design school, the fine art school, the, all the schools kind of fall the same heart. And that that is how I define art very simply: is the ability to create an emotional reaction in yourself and in others. It's that simple. So so you can now choose to make a beautiful song. You can choose to make a beautiful dish to the School of Cuisine that makes people want to tear with joy. That's art. That's a performance art. So so as we, we bring all these performance arts together, we train, we, we teach not just the scholarly book learning, but also the applied side, the direct life application and the creative. We really dig into that creative animal. We nurture that and we show how creativity across any vertical can be doubled up when you have the right understanding. And that's the Method in a nutshell.
2: So you wear many hats, and you are comfortable singing Phantom of the Opera on aerial silk ropes. Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> you on that one. <laughs> so- yeah, years ago. Oh my gosh, years ago, I was doing um, silks with um what was it the Collingwood Circus Club um and and uh it's funny Kristen Noon's uh, the lady that owns the Collingwood Circus Club she and I joined forces to make the Spalding Circus so we've we've extended her surface services down to Barry Ontario and then all the schools benefit as they cross collaborate it's really cool how this all working out and so yeah years ago I was in in her her place and I was up I don't know 30 feet in the air 20 feet in the air on these silks and I got challenged like Damon you're a singer I bet you can't sing you know Phantom or Mermaid from like thirty feet, so here I am doing like the iron cross on the silks and the phantom of the opera. It was ridiculous, right? But but they, they they end up posting it online, and now of course everyone's like, I gotta watch this freak. He's a nut. So yes, I do that for kicks.
2: <laughs> Actually, did that
1: very well. So. I- <laughs> It was—it's a challenge, man. I mean, I'm no light guy. I mean, I'm not really heavy, but still, it's hard to hold my frame up in the air and an iron cross while still keeping the diaphragmatic control—the whole opera notes. Supposedly, there's a lady I, I'm told in Toronto. Uh, m- my wife could could let you know who she was. Um, I don't remember her name now, but that's what she does. She actually, literally, she makes her career doing—sorry—circus Soleil arts while singing opera. It's, it's quite astounding. It's. I've done many athletics in my life, from mountain biking and hiking and, and, and all sorts of crazy things. And I tell you, the circus arts is the by far the most demanding of them all it's an it's an exceptional experience to be a part of a circus uh, the, a couple of years ago we we toured we, we um, uh, the circus did a, a th- uh, thing at a, a, a uh, uh, sorry, I just lost uh, a resort and uh, we had a show we did once a week and it was a fun challenge is that mix between athleticism and just live production stage and it's it's a drug it's a really beautiful thing to be a part of
2: so I hear you're working on a first of its kind for kindergarten to grade 12 school of the arts you touched that a little earlier, can you elaborate with that?
1: yes. So, what happened was years ago, when Central was closing, we, we wanted to create, leverage that facility. It was a big facility that was Turnkey, and, and uh, made it in, make it into a kindergarten or grade 12 school of the arts. So, very much like you would have seen um, uh, Fame, I'm Gonna Live Forever. Remember that show? Yeah. So, very much like that. And and uh, the community was elated. We all started spinning things up, and that's where we started looking at getting into fundraising and making concerts and all sorts of cool stuff that way. And then what happened, because lots of back, back things that I'm not going to get into right now. It's very complicated. Um, Central didn't end up working out from a facility project plan But the project itself, we're looking at another very large facility, we're looking at purchasing and and looking at building now the Regions First Community Centre for for Performing Arts and General Arts. And what we'll do is we'll teach everything from from math and science and history, clean through to drama and music and fine art, all in one house. And, And the number of people that came to me saying, Damien, my child's not a musician or an artist, but can they still go to your school? Because they know that artistic kids are more accepting of others and that that I'm approaching the education process different than how education is normally done, right? So so education, like often you find if you take a classroom, and you break up a classroom into parts, and let's say you only, you're teaching fractions, and you only present the class how one over two is one half, and one over four is one quarter, right? Uh, a third of the class will get A's, two thirds of the class will get B's and C's, and one third of the class will next year fail, right? If you get Bs. that's how it is. And if you take the same classroom, this has been scientifically proven, and you can take the same classroom, and you give them all apples in a night, and you say, okay, we're going to learn fractions, you're going to cut the apple four times and eight times, and that's a quarter and eight and, and, and you, you examine the kids the same way, the A students will go to D students and the D students will become A students a lot of the time. So what we've done is knowing that in advance, we've designed a way, a way of modeling education to fit around the learning style of the student. And in doing so, we increase the success rates of, of each student. Now, I just got news this past week that my music school just won the best school in Barrie, which includes all of Central Ontario for the fourth year in a row. Congratulations. And, and that, that's Thank you so much. And I think that that's in part because, yes, we put our students first. It's not it's not the Damien Spalding Gong show. We're, we're here to facilitate the needs of each student. And, and while doing so, customize the learning process around the students. So if you want to learn jazz, we'll teach you to be the best jazz musician you can possibly be. If you want to learn how to not burn eggs, we'll teach you how to do that to the best of our ability. And we'll adapt the entire learning process around you. So it's always exciting. It's always engaging. It took a long time to build a process that adapts like that. But now that it's there and it's dialed in, it's really exciting astounding and exciting to be a part of it. There, there's no question about that.
2: So where can we find more information on Spaulding School of
1: Music? You know what you can do simply is Google Spaulding and Music. We're, we're, we're a little Google fiends. You, you can't miss us. Um, but you can hit Spaulding School of Music.com, Spaulding School of the Arts.com. It, it's what you'll see is the parent big umbrella that covers all, even right, software design, graphic design, anything having to do with creativity now is done through one of the divisions of, of our schools. And we're just so looking forward to getting a facility together that we can finally say this is home and then start spinning things up. We're, we're, we're just pulling together, as you know, the Walt Disney connections and other industry connections and at the same time the big money connections required to really make a big statement it's been three years in the making and we're still at it i mean it is wild. it has been a it's been a marathon to say the least but a worthwhile marathon because i'm beginning to see the ribbon at the end of the race right we're getting there. we're getting it
2: well thank you Damien, for being my guest and wishing you all the best of success with the disney's high school musical soundtracks
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, To be clear, though, it's not necessarily going to be on High School Musical right away. Okay? These are producers that are connected to Disney. And once we do that, then we'll see where we go. Yes. <laughs> but yes are the same producers as the high school musical and if you want me to name drop i'll name drop one person and you can look up andrew lane you can do a wikipedia search for that and you'll see a little bit of who he is andrew lane is one of the producers that we're working with to make this happen thank you so much diane
2: thank you damien for being my guest and wishing you all the best of success with the disney high school musical soundtracks but before you go can you please introduce one more song from one of your students
1: for sure madison Mueller's made some really big international reaches in this last few years actually she started with uh, a connection that we did when i pulled together a fundraiser to get all the top producers here in central ontario with the top musicians and out came madison with the single that is now toured the world It's played on i think 500 radio stations or i, I don't know she's number of singles now i forgot which one's doing what these days but this single, Got This Way, is making huge waves. She won the uh, Josie Awards, which is the top independent artist awards right down in t- Nashville, Tennessee. It's great to see the international traffic that she's getting. Proud to be teaching her and, and working with her, actually.
2: And Beach Corner had the pleasure of interviewing Madison Mueller. So you're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this song.
0: And it's so, so
2: As a wrap for me, I would like to thank Damien Spaulding for being my guest and wishing him all the best of success with the producers of Disney's high school musical soundtracks in our region and his upcoming Kindergarten to Grade 12 School of the Arts. For more information, visit com. With Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, I'm Donna Chickie. Beach is broadcast every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. and also available on podcast anytime from my new Beach Booster Radio podcast page. Simply click the podcast button for my homepage to enjoy unique and local programming. Beach Corner is also a regular feature in Beach Booster Publication. If you would like to be featured on Beach Corner, please contact Diana at beachbooster.com. A welcome to visit to my Facebook and Twitter pages. Bye-bye, everyone.
0: The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster.
1: You are listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's truly local radio, broadcasting directly from the world's longest freshwater beach.